Growing a business brings pressure. It's not easy to maintain momentum and still keep employees engaged. Fortunately, there's Insperity. Their scalable HR solutions help me with hiring, training, HR administration, and compliance while giving my employees competitive benefit options. When my people are able to thrive, my business can adapt and prosper. With Insperity, nothing seems impossible. Insperity, HR that makes a difference. Welcome to BreezeLine, where you'll say, ta-ta, T-Mobile, our home internet is just plain better, more reliable and faster because we put internet first. If there's network congestion, we won't slow your internet down like T-Mobile does to help their cell customers. And right now, you can try out a true internet experience with BreezeLine's reliable and fast fiber-powered home internet. Find your perfect speed with prices starting at $19.99 a month for 24 months. Terms and conditions apply. Go to BreezeLine.com to learn more. feel weird. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this could take too long. Should I like sit in there no. and like not no, have no, to no, no. Okay. So this week we're going to go over the very controversial controversial case of Kendrick Johnson. And I have my boyfriend here with me to help me go over it. Hi, I'm Nick. That's all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so I'm going to read through like all the facts and all that, and we'll have Nick to chime in. <laughs> I don't know too much about this case, because I only learned yesterday I was offered a spot on this beautiful podcast, but... <laughs> So I didn't have too much time to research, so I won't be saying much, but I'll make some comments and try to join in with the conversation. Because you would have researched if I, if I yeah, gave I you... Yeah. If you said like a week ago, I would have... I, I don't plan more. that far ahead. Yeah. Okay, before we go into it, I want to add a little bit of a personal thought. Because the first time I heard about this case, I was watching... Bailey Syrian's YouTube murder mystery thing and I thought for sure it was an accident and <laughs> I lost my spot making me nervous Nick Sorry. even though I thought this was an accident I wanted to know more about the case and why the family was so insistent that it was a murder so I listened to some podcasts and read a lot of posts about it and when I came across the crime scene photos, I saw the one with the shoe on top of a puddle of blood, and that kind of convinced me of something, and then I went spiraling through the case, and now here we are. So I'll talk about that crime scene photo later, and tell you why I questioned if this was actually a murder. But Nick, do you, since you looked it up and I've told you about the case a little, do you think it's a murder or an accident? Like, before I tell you any of the facts. Well, you were probably my main source of information. So, <laughs> well, yeah. so the stuff you told me about it with the shoe on top of the puddle of blood, 
No, just yeah. like, because I've told you about the case before the shoe thing. Like, just, oh, oh, like, before, what I do you think? I just assumed it was an accident. Okay. I thought, yeah, it could get stuck inside one of those mats, and it's not easy to flip over if you're probably stuck in the middle because they're all bunched together. I don't know. There were a few videos that started to change my mind and question some things about it. Okay. Just wondering. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so Kendrick Johnson was a high school student in Georgia who met an untimely death in what those who attended the school called the old gym. He met this untimely death on January 10th, 2013, and this was the day after the school had returned from winter break. So at this school, students had to pay for lockers, which I was kind of confused about because I've never heard about students having to pay for lockers at school. I don't know. No. Yeah, I don't. I've never heard of that. They were just kind of free all the time. But in order to avoid paying for lockers, students would store shoes or bags in the rolled-up wrestling mats or cheer mats in the old gym. So one day in between classes, Kendrick went to the old gym to grab a pair of shoes that him and his friends shared, and they would put them like in the mats for the other one to grab sometime that day, in case they didn't end up seeing each other that day. And there is security camera footage showing Kendrick entering the gym alone, and no one else is seen walking towards the gym until three minutes later. I did hear on one podcast that there were people playing basketball in the old gym when Kendrick entered, and that moves the entire case into, like, a different perspective for me. Because if there's people in there when he fell on the mat, I don't understand how he like no one helped but I'll get into that more later too so when Kendrick didn't come home from school that night his mother began to worry and started to call around and eventually reporting reported him missing she knew that he was planning to go to a basketball game after school but when he did not return home later that night she got really worried and she ended up reporting him missing around midnight the next morning she made her way to the school to see if Kendrick was there but when she arrived, apparently the body had already been found. They just didn't notify it, her of it yet. But apparently, so this is how Kendrick's body was found. Some kids were in the gym, the old gym, before classes and saw socks sticking out of the top of some rolled up wrestling mats. When they went to go investigate more, they found that those socks were in fact attached to a body and notified the teacher immediately. The cops were called right away, and teachers started to tip over the mats to try and get Kendrick out, but apparently everybody somehow knew what decomposition smelled like, because that's why they stated that they stopped pulling him out of the mats. There was also blood found inside the mats, most likely due to Kendrick hanging upside down for so long, and the autopsy ruled his death an accidental death by positional... Asphyxia, oh my goodness, asphyxia. This is rarely ever like a cause of death. This is really only a cause of death when everything else is ruled out, and that was kind of the case here. They weren't really sure how he died, so they kind of just said he died from positional asphyxia. His entire family 
just still fervently opposes this cause of death. And they've brought up that Kendrick had been bullied by two brothers in the past. However, it was reported that Kendrick and these boys made up a few weeks before his death. It is also confirmed by security cameras that one of these boys was in a class across the school and the other brother was supposedly out of town on a wrestling meet, but I also have more to go over on that later. I'm just trying to give you a quick overview. His family has gone as far as blaming people online, and that is never a good idea, because we see that in a lot of cases, and then innocent people get a lot of hate, but the family 100% believes Kendrick's death was not an accident. Okay, now we're going to jump into the timeline. It's not like a super detailed timeline. I don't have actual times. I just have different dates that things happened. And it's mostly focusing on what Kendrick's family did after he died. So January 11th, 2013, Kendrick's body was found in the old gym at Lowndes, or Lones, I'm not sure, high school. And this put the entire school on lockdown. On January 14th, 2013, the autopsy came back and it was reported that Kendrick had no injuries and that his manner of death was accidental. Officials stated that Kendrick had been dead in this inverted position for about 21 hours before he was found. This is where the speculation of positional affix... Oh, goodness. As asphyxiation, I can't say it, came from because another cause of death could not be found. January 16th, 2013. A vigil was held at Sanders Park for Kendrick. April 9th, 2013. Kendrick's family started demanding answers in this case because they believed Kendrick was murdered and they took to the Valdosta streets and rallied at the courthouse. I'm not sure what really came of that. It just said they rallied at the courthouse. Anyways, May 2nd, 2013, Kendrick's death was officially ruled an accident. An hour later, friends and family marched outside the high school to demand justice. May 23rd, 2013, the Johnson's family attorney said information from paramedics goes against what law enforcement stated. Paramedics state that Kendrick's torso, head, and arms were exposed when he was found. This would mean only part of his body was in the mat, whereas law enforcement stated Kendrick was found upside down in the mat. In timelines and articles, it does say that the students who found Kendrick knocked over the mats and tried to pull Kendrick out, but only got the top part of his body out. So to clarify this, I did look over the law enforcement death scene video in this case, and Kendrick's body was found half out of the mat, but he had to have been pulled out because the mat was standing up on its side where his body was partially exposed, so obviously he couldn't have been out that far when the mats were standing up. 
sent you like the death video. Did you see yeah. the part where his body was partially out? Yeah, and I couldn't tell if that's after they flipped the whole thing down. I didn't know that part of it was already coming out before they flipped the whole mat down. It wasn't. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, the I family was tell. trying to say that paramedics were reporting things different than the police, but I think that the police got their report from the students who found his body because the mat was standing upright and then the students or teachers knocked it over and tried to get him out but stopped. Yeah. So, like, that claim really doesn't have anything to stand on. Yeah, that's, that's not a good statement there, then. On June 6, 2013, a second autopsy is scheduled for Kendrick's body. So on June 14th, Kendrick was exhumed from Sunset Hills Cemetery for a second autopsy. Forensic pathologist William Anderson was hired by the family, and he came up from Ocala, Florida. On September 3rd, 2013, the second autopsy results came in, and this gave family even more doubt on the official ruling. The hired pathologist stated, Unexplained apparent non-accidental blunt force trauma. So, this was to, like, the side of his neck, in between, like, his jaw and his collarbone, and I, you can't really see it in pictures, but it's described as, like, just a few centimeters of a bruise on his neck, and, like, nothing was broken in his neck. So, I'm not sure how they get this as a cause of death. If it was just a small bruise on the neck. Yeah, you get that from anything. I know. A little bruise like that. Yeah. So, especially if nothing was broken, I don't think it could have been a cause of death. No, that's weird. So, October 18th, 2013. A reward for information leading to arrest and conviction is offered in this case. On October 30th, the judge in this case orders a release of the school video of Kendrick. So there was a lot of, like, controversy with that, too, because a lot of people claim it looks like there's time skips in the video when, I don't know, maybe the cameras were old or something, but, like, the cameras are very fuzzy, and people, some people think the school's trying to cover up what actually happened. Mm. November 7th, 2013. The Johnson family attorney started to question the school surveillance video. They stated this, The fact that this particular camera out of all the cameras is out of focus, that is, it is not positioned in such a way that you get any image showing the top edge of the mat, we believe is anything but a coincidence. So, it's entirely possible they just had a blind spot in the cameras because a lot of places have that. But the family and the attorney are thinking that they cropped it or yeah. they messed with it somehow. So January 11th, 2014. This was the one-year anniversary of Kendrick's death, and the family held a memorial at John W. Sanders Memorial Park. The FBI continued to investigate the case at this time. On January 24th, the $10,000 reward given by a local businessman for information on the case was rescinded because it only lasted for 90 days. He put, like, a time limit on it. 
February 7th, Johnson's, which is Kendrick's family, sue the Harris Harrington funeral home. They did this because the second autopsy revealed that the first funeral home had taken out all of Kendrick's organs and replaced them with newspaper. Any thoughts on that? Um, it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were very concerned with it. Yeah. But apparently this used to be common practice, and some places still use this, apparently. Like, it's legal, and, like, more old-fashioned funeral homes will do this, but the family is kind of pointing towards the funeral home helping cover up some injuries. Yeah, that's weird, because you would... Because I guess it would make sense if they're prepping him for a future funeral they assume that they were having. Because they want to keep the chest and the stomach still puffed up. Because they try to obviously make it look like they're just sleeping. So it's not yeah. as hard. So it makes sense that they would use something to keep him. I guess inflated is kind of a weird word to say. Well, but, yeah, but... But yeah, keep the body expanded so he's not flat in the coffin. But yeah. And a lot of funeral homes will fill people with cotton or sawdust, um, which I think is just as weird as newspaper. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah, they were very concerned about the newspaper thing, so they started to sue them. On March 19th, an anonymous email comes in, and it states that the writer is an ex-schoolmate of Kendrick's and is confessing to killing him. The Lowndes County DA orders a communications company to hand over internet records. So a lot of people thought this was going to be a big break in the case, but on the next day, the sheriff's office deemed this confession a hoax due to certain tips in the email that didn't line up with actual facts. But this hoax email did implicate four people in the death, and I don't really know if all those people were interviewed. I mean, I would hope so. Yeah, you would hope so, but... But I don't know if anything came of it, because there's no other information on it. On July 29th, 2014, the Johnson family files a lawsuit against Lowndes Board of Education. They filed a wrongful death suit claiming that they did not properly investigate a fight on a school bus between Kendrick and another student in 2009. So he died in 2013, and they went all the way back to 2009 about a fight. And I don't know how I feel about that. That's not, I don't know, seems like a waste of time if yeah. it's 2009. Like, if that's the one fight he got in, and, like, the one thing they were thinking about, yeah, it doesn't make sense, because I know they were talking about him being bullied by those two other boys, but... Like, 2009 seems so far. Yeah. November 19th, in 2014, the attorney for the Lowndes School District claims that the student on the wrestling team did not have motive to harm Kendrick. On January 15th, Johnson's filed a lawsuit against classmates of Kendrick's, stating they had something to do with his death. 38 people were named in this and three classmates who allegedly attacked Johnson. That's a lot. I, I mean, I don't mean to be mean to the family, but it just seems like they threw out a net and, like, named whoever they could 
to try and get someone to pay for it. Yeah, hoping something would come back. Yeah, hoping something would catch yeah. eventually. I don't know. I couldn't imagine losing a son like that if he just, like, went to school one day and then yeah. was found in a wrestling mat. So I don't know if his, like... They probably just felt they needed answers other than, like... Well, I get that. an accidental like, death, but... Like, grief makes people act very differently. Yeah. And I understand they want answers, but I don't feel people should blame innocent people. Yeah, that's not the right way to do it. No. So, January 28th, 2015, some members of the Johnson family were found guilty of obstruction. This was from when they blocked people from entering the Lowndes County Judicial Complex on April 25th, 2013. On April 6, 2015, protesters were arrested and charged with criminal trespassing after going to the Board of Education. March 2, 2016, Kendrick's parents dropped the wrongful death lawsuit against the brothers that they thought killed their son. And June 20th, the Department of Justice announced announced that they would be dropping the case because there were insufficient evidence to support federal criminal charges. So in between August 23rd, 2016 and February 6, 2017, the Johnsons filed another lawsuit now naming 41 defendants that they thought knew about Kendrick's murder and cover-up. So they expanded it even more when they didn't get any answers the first time. And then in June, this lawsuit was dismissed because some deadlines were not met either by the family or, I'm assuming the family. Yeah. We're almost done with the timeline, don't worry. So July 11th, 2017, the Johnson family filed another lawsuit with defendants from classmates to county officials. January 5th, 2018, Kendrick's family filed to have his body exhumed again, and June 20th, the third autopsy for Kendrick was set. Two days later, Kendrick's remains were exhumed, and his father said, quote, We had to do it. I'd rather not have had to do it, but we got to do it because we're searching for the truth, end quote. And November 15th, 2018, the third autopsy results shown non-accidental blunt force trauma to his right neck and right thorax, which thorax is between the neck and the abdomen. Wireless headphones. That'll be $200. I'll use my Capital One Quicksilver card. Now that's a hit. You used the Capital One Quicksilver card, which makes you the hero of every purchase. With Quicksilver, you earn unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere. I wanted running music, but unlimited 1.5% cash back is pretty heroic. Good instincts. Every hero needs a theme song. The Capital One Quicksilver card. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. A good time starts with a great wardrobe. Next stop, JCPenney. Family get-togethers to fancy occasions, wedding season too. We do it all in style. Dresses, suiting, and plenty of color to play with. Get fixed up with brands like Liz Claiborne, Worthington, Stafford, and Jay Farrar. Oh, and thereabouts for kids. Super cute and extra affordable. Check out the latest in-store. And we're never short on options at jcp.com. All dressed up, everywhere to go. JCPenney.
Okay, so now we're going to jump into like individual pieces of evidence and inconsistencies. So I gave you like the whole overview of the case and the whole timeline. And I stated that one of the brothers the Johnson family suspected was at a wrestling meet. Well, the FBI wanted to look further into this claim, so they obviously did because they're the FBI. And it was discovered that the troop request, which is a form the coaches had to fill out to get a bus for that event, had the time starting at 4 p.m. This caused a lot of people to believe that this other brother and everyone on the wrestling team was still in the school when Kendrick entered the gym. However, it was later cleared up that 4 p.m. or the 4 p.m. mentioned on the form was for the starting time of the event not the time the bus left. So, like, the bus could have left at, like, noon or something. Yeah. And it didn't start till 4 p.m. So a lot of people have been using this, saying, no, that brother was in the school, see, the time's 4 p.m. But I don't think people understand that that is the time the event starts. Yeah, it depends how far the other event, where yeah. that event is, because I'm sure if they were... Taking a bus and leaving earlier in the day was probably at least, like, an hour or two away yeah, cause at a minimum, and they probably want to get there an hour before it starts, just in case. So. Yeah, because it's been, like, the coaches have confirmed that no no one was at the high school during this time, because all the people on the wrestling team were already on the bus headed somewhere, but a lot of people still use that as evidence, I guess, yeah. for saying the brother could have done it. So, I also wanted to mention here that one of these brothers had a full scholarship to college, and it got taken away due to all the blame being shifted to them, even though there was no evidence. Like, I'm all for pushing justice and making sure people pay if they are the criminals, but I'm absolutely not for people who are innocent losing out on life because others are throwing blame at them. Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. Like... It's supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, but the family kind of just went with this theory that these brothers were responsible for Kendrick's death, and now he lost his full-ride scholarship and everything. So now I also want to talk about the claim of Kendrick entering the gym on the security camera and no one else entering until three minutes later. Like I said earlier, it is stated that in some places, well, stated, okay, stated in some places, like a few of the podcasts I listen to and stuff, that there were other people in the gym playing basketball when Kendrick fell into the mats. And it was either, like, Crime Junkie or Fatalities podcast, I think, that I listened to, and they were talking about, like, if this is true, then how didn't anyone notice him? And somebody suggested that maybe Kendrick was too embarrassed at having fallen into the mat and thought for sure he would be able to get out, so he didn't make a lot of noise and no one noticed him. And, I don't know, I feel like he might have been embarrassed at first, and then he could have, like, tried to get out, but then if he couldn't, wouldn't you, like, call to someone 
probably yelling. Yeah, like you're not just going to stay silent. I don't know how fast you would pass out based on like being upside down. Yeah. But I don't think it'd be so instant that you couldn't call to someone. Yeah, that's sweet. Another explanation is that there were not other people in the gym, obviously. And then a third explanation, which his family points to, is that whoever was in the gym did this to Kendrick in some way, or completely ignored his cries for help. And I did watch the surveillance video, and I had you watch it as well. Um, the one from inside the old gym. And in the bottom, like, right corner, you just see Kendrick kind of pass the people playing basketball. So it seems there were other people in the gym at this time, which is just putting this case into a whole new perspective for me. Yeah. But when I looked at the video, I couldn't tell because it was kind of on a loop. So I couldn't tell if Kendrick walked in and these people continued playing basketball after he walked in. Or, like, they stopped. Does that make sense? Yeah, I wish they kind of showed it more to see if... Yeah. If, like, they reacted at all. I'm sure they were just minding their own business and stuff, but... But what I'm saying is, do you think it looked like they just kept playing basketball after it? Or do you think they, like, left the gym after he walked in? It looked like they were just still playing. Yeah. none of them... I was looking to see if any of them, like, turned their heads to pay attention to him or anything. Yeah. I think one turned his head and saw him run by, and then he just continued playing. Yeah, because it was just like, another kid in the gym. And then it was only, like, ten more seconds after that that they played the videotape online. But Yeah. But, yeah, after that, he was just still continuing to play basketball. So. Yeah, so that kind of raised alarm bells for me. Because I'm not saying, like, those kids did anything, but it definitely doesn't make sense like why no one saw him or heard him or missed him like falling into the mats yeah you'd think that'd be in the police report too if they watched the rest of the footage to see yeah even if they would have heard noises coming from that side they probably would have like stopped playing and at least looked over there then maybe moved in the same towards the same corner but but like i guess when you're playing basketball it does get kind of loud with like the basketball and yelling to each other and all that but yeah, and his face supposedly face down in the so mat it could have been muffled. Yeah, muffled. Yeah, the mats are cushioned, so that could absorb sound and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was like big rolled up. You yeah, saw the video next to all the other ones too. Yeah, so that take the vibrations of the sound. But so. also, like, do you think they would? It would even like process in their mind, like, oh, I saw this person come in, but I didn't see him leave. Like, no. where'd he go? Because I don't know, I don't know if there were any other doors to the gym. There were two in the back, I thought there were was. There? But that was from the uh, other video you had me watching. The, the crime death scene? scene? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I'm not quite sure about that. Um, I'll include like a link to pictures in the show notes. But, yeah, I don't, I was trying to debate, like, would that cross their mind? And I was thinking, like, would I notice that? And I know I wouldn't. No, you wouldn't notice Like, that. in high school, I never noticed if, like, someone left the room and didn't come back or something like that. Yeah. Because you're kind of not paying attention to it. So, Kenneth and Jackie Johnson are Kendrick's parents, 
and many of the inconsistencies or murder evidence has come from things they've said. So they stated that when they identified the body, the room and the morgue drawer Kendrick was in was heated. So, you know, morgues, like, are, yeah. like fridges, basically, yeah. as morbid as that sounds, they're fridges for human bodies. And, yeah, so they stated Kenneth, the dad, actually identified him, and he said the room and the drawer Kendrick was in was heated. I don't know mm. how heated, but, I mean, it doesn't take much to speed up decomposition yeah so they stated they believe this was done to once again destroy some sort of evidence on his body but someone toured the lab and heavily disputed this claim stating that there were alarms if the temp gets too warm and there are generators that will kick on also but how hard can it be to like disarm that yeah i don't like at no, that's weird. Yeah, like at work, if like a cooler's not working right, all you gotta do is like flip a switch, and then like the alarms stop. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming whoever worked in that morgue knew how to turn off the alarms, yeah, just in case. Had to. Yeah, so I don't think it would be very hard for them to turn off the alarms and the generators. Just because things are there doesn't mean they're being used. Yeah, Kendrick's parents also claimed that the Bell Boys which is weird it's kind of weird to say that but those are the brothers i have mentioned before and the sheriff's son or grandson was somehow involved but the sheriff doesn't have a son or grandson so i'm not really sure where those claims came from and like i looked all over but there was nothing clarifying it it's kind of just like they think the son or grandson had something to do with it, and then the sheriff's like, "I don't have a son or grandson." And they're, they're like, probably, "Oh, okay." They're probably just grasping at straws, like they did with throwing out like the thirty-something names. Maybe, but I'm also thinking maybe they, like, it was somebody else in law enforcement, and like we just got the name wrong. Yeah. So maybe like somebody did have something to do with it, but they're kind of fine now because everybody thought it they were naming the sheriff's son mm-hmm. i don't know it kind of seems weird to just make a claim without any knowledge that he actually has a son yeah so there are also photos of kendrick's father trying to fit into one of the rolled up wrestling mats since he was roughly the same size as his son he is shown kneeling on the floor and sticking his head in the mats but the rest of his body does not fit He's trying to point out that Kendrick would not have been able to fit in these mats while alive, meaning someone had to have stuffed him in the mats after his death. So, yeah, the picture just has his head in and then his shoulders stop where the mats rolled up. Yeah. Um, Because obviously your shoulders won't go into a smaller spot. But when Kendrick was found, his arms were kind of extended above his head, which could have made like his body smaller so that he could reach into the end of the mat to grab the shoes like your shoulder width right now and then when you go up it kind of shrinks so i think the father definitely should have tested it out like that but also i mean maybe he's on to something because i don't know how much your width like shrinks when you put your arms up yeah and that'd be the problem with that, too, is every wrestling mat's kind of different when you roll it up. Because I know in high school when we rolled them up, like, 
it depends who starts it because you can either tighten it a lot at the beginning mm-hmm. and that depends like the diameter of the hole but some people would be kind of lazy with it and leave a little bigger hole yeah it's kind of like rolling so, up like a poster or something yeah like yeah you could either roll you can it make it as big or small or, as you want yeah so that's kind of like testing out one mat and saying no I can't fit my shoulders are hitting the yeah, side it doesn't I'm, really make sense I don't know for sure but I'm assuming he didn't test out the exact mat Kendrick was found in because no. I'm sure that went to like crime scene evidence or something yeah so yeah I never actually thought about that yeah good call Nick oh thank you <laughs> so I'll like I said I'll be posting some crime scene photos um, so you can see what I'm talking about, but let's jump into the shoe crime scene photo issue, because this is the one that kind of made me think a little more on this case. In this picture is a white and black sneaker, presumably the shoe that Kendrick shared with another kid and started this whole thing, and you also see a fairly large puddle of blood. The thing is that the shoe is on top of this blood, and there's no blood on the shoe, I believe it was even, like, extra examined, I don't know what you would call it, to check if there was blood on the shoe. So if you're following my train of thought here, you are understanding that the blood had to have been there before the shoe was dropped on top of it, or dropped or placed on top of it. And that couldn't have happened if Kendrick got stuck and died. So let's say he did pick up the shoe, and then he got stuck. Um, he wouldn't bleed that much before dropping the shoe. Because he would pass out before he started bleeding from his face. Yeah. So, I don't know. That makes sense, right? Like, yeah. if the shoe's on top of the blood, there's no way Yeah, there's no the way. shoe could have been there first. Yeah. So, that's the one that kind of got me thinking, like... Like, I don't even know how... (laughs) It could have been tampered with. That's that's true. Yeah, it could have been... Because I'm trying to, like, figure out, like, the timeline of it. But if they, like, killed him outside the mat, how did the blood get inside the mat under the shoe? Like, he had... The only thing I can think of is he was in the mat, and he started bleeding, or, like, someone heard him and put him in the mat right away, and then took his body out, put the shoe in, and then put him back in. Yeah. To have the story of, like, he was going there to get these shoes. Yeah, that's... And then that kind of... That would only make sense for someone to do it if they were the kid Kendrick shared the shoes with, or if they knew, like, his schedule. Like, he was going to go get these shoes in the gym... And then they plan to be there and kill him at this time. Yeah, that's... That was weird. I was even... Well, I guess that wouldn't make sense either. Because I was even thinking if he was... For some reason, I don't know. You never fully know the situation. Yeah. If the mat was... He, like, flipped the mat down. And he was crawling through it and someone put the mat up to be funny or something. And then found out, like... He was still in there the next day, and then he died, so then they, like, tipped it and put his shoe under after the blood was already on the floor or something like that. I didn't think about that one. That could be, too. Yeah, just, like, crime scene, like, tampering. Yeah, tampering with it. Because, yeah, I couldn't... Because then the shoes would have had to been out of there 
before he got stuck. Yeah. So, like, one more theory, expanding on what you just said. If he went... No, I forgot where I was going. If he, like, went in the rolled-up mat, or someone pushed him in there and the shoe wasn't in there, and then he passed out and bled, and then they found out he was dead. Like, they first did it as a joke, like, how yeah. I pushed you in the wrestling mat. And then they found out he was dead. They put the shoes there next to make it, like, a plausible story. Yeah, that would... I don't know. I think that's one of the only few ways. This whole thing confused me. Because you don't see crime scene photos like that. Yeah. And did did you see the whole shoe? Was there a video or something that showed the whole, the whole thing? Because... No. The only picture I saw was the shoe laying on its side next to, like, the puddle of blood. And there was no blood on one side of the shoe, but the shoe could have landed, like, on either side or, like, standing up with one side facing towards where the blood was splattering, if that makes sense. And then, like, they turned the shoe on the other side, and that's how the parents saw it in a picture or something, and... So, you're saying, like, the shoe was there the whole time, but it was far enough away from the blood until it got, like, tipped over? Yeah, kind of, yeah, because it was, because, I mean, it's a super tight hole. Yeah. But if the blood's dripping on one side of the circle, and the shoe's standing up, and it splatters only onto, like, the right side of the shoe. Okay. And then when they're turning the mat over, then the shoe falls to its side. Yeah, to where only the left side is facing up. Then that could also be a, oh, there's no blood on the top side when the blood would splatter, but yeah, they don't know if they just the thing it is, over. like the hole he was stuck in was really small. Yeah, and there was blood on the mat, so I'm thinking like if he was bleeding out of his mouth, nose, whatever on his face, when it hit the ground, it would splatter. Um, so if it got on, the mat. I think we would see it on the top of the shoe at least, not just the right side, because it's such a small space. Yeah. But I don't know. I heard about the picture first on another podcast, and they said something about how, I think they said that there was no blood on the shoe, like, at all. Yeah. But I can't, I can't say that for sure. Yeah, because I only saw the one picture that was, like, the lead of the yeah. story or whatever. But if, did you say the blood was running down the mat? Or that, I don't know. I think the so. There was blood on the inside of the mat. Because if his running down the side, then it wouldn't even splatter. That's true. But his, yeah. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. I don't know. Let's just move on to the next thing. <laughs> Another crime scene photo shows Kendrick's legs inside the rolled-up mat. His shoes are not on his feet as they most likely would have been when he first climbed in there, because you don't really take off your shoes to climb into yeah. the mat. 
And his socks also look partially off. Like, you get them halfway off, and then they have that, like, weird flappy thing on the end. So one theory is that if he was trying to kick and get out of the mat, his shoes could have fallen off, and his socks could have come off partially. But it seems kind of hard to believe when you look at the crime scene photo, because his shoes are, like, tucked behind his knees. So... What couldn't that happen, though? I mean, it could... But how, I don't know. It's It was just kind of confusing, because the socks look, like, almost... He might have been trying to get them off to try to get, like, a grip with his foot if his shoes weren't working okay. or something. So but, he, like, there's so little room to move. kind of seems weird that his shoes were tucked behind his knees. Because if you were trying to get them off, trying to get out of a small space, you would want to, like kick them far you wouldn't just let them fall because that's gonna make it harder for you to get out were his feet sticking out of the top of the i think a tiny bit like a tiny bit because it i mean you can't really like i don't know if you try keeping your legs straight and you try kicking like a shoe off but you can only move your feet like like two a little or three bit inches yeah then there's not much way to like get power behind it to shoot it Especially, like, away from you, too. Yeah. Because they have to come, like, up and off. It sounds more plausible that they just, like... If he's trying to kick, they, like, they loosen up and then they fall off. off. Yeah. Okay. So, eventually, Kendrick's family also ended up sharing autopsy photos, which, like, people don't do that. These are, like, some of the most... Oh, yeah. Like, gruesome photos I've seen. Um, and they started doing this to show why they think their son was beat to death or something along those lines. They posted side-by-sides of Kendrick alive and Kendrick after death, which I'll also share those pictures. But the thing is, the after photo they used was posted after, like, the autopsy, not right after Kendrick was found. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know about autopsy protocol, then... Let me explain why this little bit makes a difference. So the coroner or medical examiner has to basically, like, peel the face off the skull, as gross as that sounds, to get to the skull in the brain, which in turn morphs the face a lot. Like, yeah, yeah, your face isn't going to look the same after that. So the photo the family shared was actually much more gruesome due to this part of the autopsy already happening, and it makes Kendrick's face look extremely deformed and beaten up. The picture of, like, the death scene right after they found his body does not look nearly as bad. It simply looks like he was hanging upside down for a long time and all the blood went to his head. Like, his face is swollen, but it doesn't look all messed up like the after the autopsy one does. Mm -hmm. But this is what a lot of people... Like, this is how a lot of people learn about the case because the family used these pictures and kind of got, like, people outraged. Like, this is no accident. Like, he looks like this, but they're seeing the wrong after picture. Yeah, which I guess if you're trying to raise awareness just in any way for a case, you would use, like, the nicest before them, the... The like most the worst, gruesome after, yeah. yeah. Just the worst after one. Because so you want people to be outraged about it. Yeah. But the thing is, I don't think his family knew that this was after oh, the autopsy. They didn't even know. Oh. No, I think 
they thought this was right after he was found, and that's why they did it. I don't think they were trying to mislead people. I think they just didn't know. Yeah. And now those are the pictures that are out there. Wow. So the last thing I want to talk about is the cause of death. So cause of death was ruled as positional asphyxia. I'm getting better at that word. <laughs> Which basically means he suffocated due to how he was laying or how he was suspended. So I'm going to read this paragraph from a publication titled Positional Asphyxia, Death Due to Unusual Head-Down Position in a Narrow Space, about positional asphyxiation to you. I'm sorry, I'm getting better at the word. Proud of you. Okay, so this is the paragraph, like the abstract from the research paper. Death due to a head-down position with hyperflex flexion oh gosh of the neck is a rare event a person accidentally falling into a narrow space and remaining in an upside down position with no timely recovery may experience positional or postural asphyxia it is a critical condition arising out of particular body positions leading to mechanical obstruction of respiration the precipitating factors are in Intoxication due to alcohol, drugs, obesity, psychiatric illness, and injuries. A 30-year-old unmarried woman weighed 82 kilograms and with a body mass index of 31.24 was found in a narrow space between the bed and the wall in a naked state and in a head-down position with hyperflexion of the neck. The distribution of lividity, which I know about lividity, Mm-hmm. I wrote full chapters on that in my book. Mm-hmm. Um, so lividity is, after you die, the blood pools in the spot closest, like, furthest down. Yeah. So if you die on your back, the lividity goes to your back. And that has to do with, like, how Kendrick had lividity in his head when he was found. So the distribution of lividity was consistent with the position of the body At the scene, blood was oozing from the mouth and nostrils, and signs of asphyxia were present. The toxicology analysis of viscera, blood, and urine were negative for alcohol, drugs, and poisons. Glucose levels in the blood, as well as urine and vitreous humor levels, were within normal limits. On microscopic examination, there were no findings of coronary... I'm not even going to try that word, (laughs) whereas the brain and lung were edematous. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) You're the one in... Okay. After meticulous examination, we ruled out sexual assault, autoerotic asphyxia, epilepsy, psychiatric illness, diabetes, toxicity, and coronary artery disease. Death was attributed to the accidental fall of the obese individual being stuck in a narrow space, resulting in positional asphyxia. It is imperative to recognize the precipitating or risk factors before labeling positional asphyxia as a cause of death. So, as you can see, this even says it's a rare event and you need to recognize the risk factors. Now, he was not diabetic by... All reports, he had no psychiatric illness, he didn't have epilepsy, it wasn't autoerotic asphyxia, and he wasn't obese. 
So that's all like the risk factors, yeah. which he reportedly didn't have any of, which is like that kind of calls it into question. Like, why did they do this? And many times this cause of death happens when nothing else can be found. And Kendrick parents are using this to their advantage. They're stating either the police knew what happened and are covering it up, or they don't know what happened and just didn't want to investigate further. So that's all I have. You got any final thoughts on the case? Um, I think that last thing you said with the mom saying the police didn't want to investigate further. Well, she... Okay, I don't... I didn't quote that she said that. Yeah. It's just, they are saying that they think the police covered it up, but I think, like, another thing is the police don't actually know what happened, and they just don't care to investigate it. Yeah. I don't know. There weren't too many other things I knew. You just blew my mind away with how much you knew about this. <laughs> I didn't know much about it. It's it's an interesting case. I Like I said in the beginning, I went from completely believing this was an accident and when I saw things with people being like no this was a murder I was like you're so dumb it's of course of course it's an accident he fell in and died yeah. but now after like looking at everything the cause of death doesn't make sense some of the crime scene photos don't make sense yeah. and like it's just I don't know there was the was it the second video you had me watch about the or maybe I just clicked on a random one after that it was uh-huh. about the police contaminating the crime scene right away because I don't know I think it was a CNN reporter he was talking like the first pictures of them walking in they didn't put on like the the, the shoe, shoe covers yeah and to think that that's how they're approaching it right away kind of like worries me with you know they're not being blood on the shoe did they move the shoe or something and I don't know why they would I don't know if they would have a motive to move the shoe in there to say, yeah. oh, this is why he was in there. He was just trying to reach his shoe, and then it backfires, and the parents are like, oh, but there's no blood on the shoe. But then again, yeah. I didn't see. They said there's no blood on the shoe, but they were only using the one picture of, like, the left side of it. So mm-hmm. if you guys find the other side, send Send, <laughs> send some pictures of yeah. it. Because I'd like to see that, too. But, so a while ago, I posted on Instagram a picture of the case, and I was, like, saying I'd been looking deeper into the case, and, like, I thought it was an accident, now I'm questioning it. And um, the person who runs, like, the Twitter page and Instagram for Justice for DJ, which is a case also in Georgia where they say he committed suicide, but it's pretty obvious he didn't. (laughs) So they stated it's another bungled GBI case, Georgia Bureau of Investigation case, is being covered up and swept under the rug. And so apparently, I haven't looked into it, but there's multiple cases where Georgia Bureau of Investigation... They just don't do a good job. Like they haven't been doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah. So, yeah, that kind of makes me think... They either meant to tamper with evidence or, like, they tried to get rid of evidence or they just went into it, like, we don't care, the evidence doesn't matter, the truth doesn't matter. Just like, oh, he throws his shoes there and people think he's reaching down to get it, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Case closed. Like, 
it is Georgia. I don't want to bring it into, like, a race issue. Yeah. But, like... Race issues. Like, it's Georgia. So, and not to say, like, all cops in, like, the South are prejudiced, but some of them are. Some of them are everywhere. Mm -hmm. And, like... I don't know, they could have just not cared because they have an old way of thinking or something. And obviously that's not right. Like, none of this is right, but I don't know, I'm kind of starting to think the Georgia Bureau of Investigation did have something to do with it, or at least had something to do with not finding the truth in it. Yeah, and some of the other videos of them being interviewed, they were, like, really arrogant about it. There was Mm -hmm. a CNN reporter, the same one that... uh, I mentioned before that talked about they just walked on to the case and they don't, like... Yeah, like, you're supposed to take so many precautions. Yeah, and he said they basically just walked in there and recorded and didn't have the shoe covers, so you don't know what else they could have done. Who knows if they were even wearing gloves and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he was trying to talk to one of the police chiefs about the case, and the chief just, like, shut down really fast and kicked them out right away, and it was... I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I don't know if... They didn't tell him that's what they were going to talk about. If they're like, oh, we just want to ask you questions. and Yeah, and then the they kind of, like, ambushed him. Like, hey, what's yeah. up with this case? Yeah, which I don't know. It could also be, like, precautions so he doesn't, like, give away... Not give away false evidence, but, like... Well, they're not even working on the case anymore, yeah. I don't think. Yeah, so So I don't he know. should be free to talk about it. Yeah, I didn't see, like, when it was, if they would ask him in-depth questions and he would have to be like still you shouldn't like be arrogant and shut them down be like well we can't discuss this at this time we're looking into things still yeah that's a kid that died i know they would still take it as seriously but then the other videos of the private investigator from florida i think you mentioned him i mentioned a medical examiner from florida but oh i'm not sure about a private investigator but keep going but yeah he was like uh, he just seemed to have a lot more, like, passion to actually solve what was going on, and I don't know if that's just because he was former FBI, and, uh, or if it was to, like, give the family better answers, but he also pointed it out, um, them not putting, like, the covers on their shoes, he's like, it's like, who does that, the police should know that, and stuff like that, so, I don't know, I feel like there could be stuff that's missing because of the police, I don't know if they did uh, try to, like, cover up some of the evidence of... Did they get the organs after... That's the from thing. the first funeral home? So, organs are generally... In, like, controversial cases, organs are supposed to be kept in, like, whatever, like, keeps them yeah. normal, formaldehyde or whatever it is. That might not be the right word. Um, but, like, no, his organs haven't been found. Yeah, which that's kind of... That's sketchy. Yeah, that's weird. And I think that's where the family was going with the newspaper thing. Like, they're like, well, where's his organs? We gotta do other autopsies. Like, you just got rid of them. Yeah, or something like that. I, I mean, I'd, I'd be pissed about that. Yeah, that's... Be like, hey, what are you doing? Dumb, bad move by them. Don't want to say dumb move, but bad move. Well, both. It was dumb, dumb too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So, just, do you think it's, are you leaning more on the side of an accident or a murder? I think I'm still leaning, I'm leaning towards accidents, still. Because I would even think if there were people that did shove him in there or something, 
that if he did fight back, because I, because like he fought a kid on the school bus, yeah, like you would think he'd fight back, and they said there was only a bruise on his neck, which wouldn't this, be, yeah, yeah, if he's being overpowered by, I don't know, I couldn't imagine like one person shoving him in there. Yeah, there'd have, have to be, be at least that. two. Yeah, so I don't, I would still lean towards, like an accidental death. I, that's what, yeah, I think I'd lean towards an accidental death, but maybe like. Someone, like, was joking around with him and pushed him into there. Or, like, something happened that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. And then he died and then somebody had to plant evidence or cover something up. Mm-hmm. So I think there's definitely something being hidden. But I don't know if someone murdered him. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, because I don't think I don't think it was like, a financial gain from No, murder. I don't think it was 100% an accident. Yeah. Not at all. But, yeah, I don't know. It could have been a accidental homicide by, like, a friend mm-hmm. who's like, oh, I'm going to flip this mat up and then leave and then just assume someone else was going to find him. Or just something. the next day. Yeah. Like, something dumb like that that they didn't solve. But, yeah, but then to cover it up and stuff, like, that's not yeah. cool. <laughs> Okay, so that's all I have on the case of Kendrick Johnson. Um, I'm going to share those pictures on Twitter and on, like, the podcast website thingy. So our Twitter is at Great Unsolved, and our Instagram is at Great, great Unsolved Pod, or the Great Unsolved Pod. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know my Instagram <laughs> name. Um, it's one of those. And next week's episode will be on time because now we're in quarantine basically so (laughs) all we have to do is work and come home so i hope that sheds some light on the kendrick johnson case and let me know your thoughts on it because i'm still not sure on the case if you have a picture of the full shoe send it to (laughs) it i could probably google and find it well yeah but if somebody else finds it it, we would love a picture of the full shoe to try and figure it out or information on the shoe yeah and then tell us what you think about it oh yeah Take as little as three minutes to see if you could save on motorcycle insurance with Progressive. Come on, you've spent more time than that thinking about helmets with faces on them. I should get a new helmet. Ooh, maybe I'll get one of those ones that looks like a face with painted teeth and eyebrows, you know? Oh, that always looks so cool. People are like, whoa, is that a person with two faces? Oh, no, it's a helmet. And one face. Get a quote in as little as three minutes at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Wireless headphones. That'll be $200. I'll use my Capital One Quicksilver card. Now that's a hit. You used the Capital One Quicksilver card, which makes you the hero of every purchase. With Quicksilver, you earn unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere. I wanted running music, but unlimited 1.5% cash back is pretty heroic. Good instincts. Every hero needs a theme song. The Capital One Quicksilver card. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.